You gotta stop sharp shop shopping. Apparently, I couldn't talk yesterday, and I still can't talk today. Oh, that's good for a podcast. <laughs> Excellent. Visual jokes on an audio podcast. What's visual about me not being able to talk? Well, how that's kind of an audio joke. Audio okay. joke on an oh wait that was. <laughs> yeah. And here I thought I wasn't paying attention. Uh, I had a long day. I went to the dentist. Oh, I had a long day. Says the guy who works in Ken. I don't know if you did. Ken work from home in his underwear. No, I put on pajama pants. Says, exactly. Welcome everybody to another episode of True North Nerds. Hello. Yay. So with us is Kevin. Hi. And Ryan. That's me. And Jen. Hello. And me. That's Brent. 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 So this episode, we are going to go through the news as per usual. What what tune is that to? Uh, one of the old Y five O. Yeah, how I I can't take credit for that. There, that's totally from a radio show. Uh, I'll talk about later. Oh darn it! I was wondering if this person was selling a chicken, but she's just selling eggs. No, <laughs> put down your phone. Uh, I don't be responsible for what happens. Um, we are going to go through the news, and then we are going to try and uh, kind of pitch and predict what Marvel might be doing with the mysterious next phase of their movies. Because they haven't told us what's going on. They're doing so. We we might as well tell them. Yeah, maybe we can get jobs out of it. You know, it's like those those guys get moved around a little bit. And (laughs) hell, the dude who was sweets on bones wrote Spider Man Homecoming. So there's there's a chance for us. Really? For all you Marvel bigwigs who are listening to this podcast, get us jobs. He also he uh, co wrote and directed that uh, the Lampoon Vacation. Reboot the the one yeah with, yeah yeah yeah, yeah. He was behind that okay and, um, he wrote co wrote it's him and a, another guy they they partnered up yeah yeah no I think I remember seeing a, yeah. an interview with Claudia him now. with the chance of meatballs that, okay that's another one it was sad did. when they killed him off on Bones spoiler yeah. sorry spoiler well, to a show that was like five what yeah pretty much he was going to be busy doing um he he had gotten really heavy into writing. And his schedule, what like I guess they were going to try and up his schedule. Because I so. thought they he got killed off on that show like years ago. Yeah, well that's when it's well before Spider Man. I guess yeah, it, took that, well, no. it took a while for yeah. that to come out. And but. this is why I refuse to watch the rest of Bones because as long as I don't watch it, it hasn't happened. No, <laughs> I've never watched that show. We got really into it for a while, and yeah. then kind of for me, it jumped the shark around the time that she got knocked up. Oh. And then I'm like, man. But well, it's kind of like moonlighting. The, the, the tension between the two characters was no longer there. Right. Especially when she's pregnant with his kid, right? Right. And they started recycling some storylines and stuff like that. Yeah. <clears throat> you read the books, don't you? No. Oh. I've read a couple of them. They're not They're not really like the TV show other than her job. Mm-hmm. The, uh, the one, that's who he is. 
but he is a world famous musician who travels the world. Mm. And whenever he shows up, he gets her husband into like trouble. They go on these wacky kind of adventures and <laughs> stuff. Hijinks. So I always wanted a spin off of them like going off and doing like these adventures around the world. But uh, you yeah, basically want so. his easy top sitcom. Yeah, kind of, but just with the the one guy, because the other two guys don't seem too interested. Yeah. So, anyways, let's go to the news. Ryan, what do you got for us this week? Uh, some stuff. Um, <laughs> a little anticlimactic. Back to you, Brent. Uh, some stuff. Uh, so we finally got a release date for Cloak and Dagger. Yay! Yes. It will be on Freeform. I on... posted a link to the new trailer. Yes, you did. Oh, the, I page. haven't watched it yet. Uh, so June 27th. Yay! Mm-hmm. Uh, Is that ne- a Netflix one? Free no, form. It's on Freeform. What's Freeform? That's it's ABC Spark. channel. Here, I think it's still called ABC Spark here. Oh. They used to be called all the streaming services anymore. Yeah, well, it's, it's not. It's a cable channel. It's, oh, is it? Just yeah, a, like it's, a, it's, a it's one of the <laughs> other ABC channels. Hmm. So there's okay. that. Okay. I know. I haven't seen the new trailer yet, but from remembering that first footage first I saw like okay. months mm. ago, yeah, it, looked awesome. it looked pretty interesting. So I'll yeah. give it a shot. I may have posted an old trailer. This one is set at like a bonfire, like a high school party. And he's wearing a Letterman jacket, and she says, hey, nice jacket. And then he realizes after she's hugged him that she's stolen something out of his pocket, and he chases her down. I think that's new. Okay. okay. Yeah. And it's new. Because in the trailer, you see, like, you know, the two of them, like, I guess, go to, going to, like, a dance together or some prom together or something like that. And they get in this car accident and, like, taken in by these scientists that do experiments on them oh, or yeah, something like no, that. There's no yeah. pictures of scientists in this trailer that I posted. So there's that. Uh, do, 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 do. Just I'm looking at my list. I don't, I don't want to read it in the order I wrote it down because yeah, no it doesn't word. necessarily make sense that way. <laughs> so stay, stay, staying with Marvel. We'll go Marvel movie news, mm-hmm. but not necessarily Marvel movie news. Sony Marvel movie news. Okay. Okay, so we're going to the Spider-Man universe. Uh, no. Well, no? To the, well, yes, but it's this Sony Marvel cinematic. That's what they're calling it, apparently. Yeah. The, the uh. Sony Marvel cinematic universe, where you get such films as future uh, coming soon, uh, uh, Silver and Black. Silver and Black. What's Silver and Black? I haven't heard about that. That'll be the Black... Black Cat, Silver Sable team-up movie. Oh. Now your next question is, who's that? No, I know who Black oh. Cat is. No, she watched the Spider-Man 90s cartoon. <clears throat> yeah. So those are actually characters that were in it. Yeah. Uh, why we're getting that movie? Yeah, that was Only be Sony my knows. <laughs> but no, this news comes from the set of uh, Venom. Where the other movie that we're not quite sure why they're doing it. Yes. And like we well, discussed... why they're doing it now, I guess I should say. Exactly. Well, yeah, yeah. Wait. What's the hurry to get to Venom? Money. I know, it's money. But They always do Venom. Yeah, and they have yet to do it right. But, uh, yeah. so Tom Holland was spotted on the set, apparently filming scenes for the movie. So then it comes out, oh, Spider-Man's going to be in the Venom movie. How's this going to work? Maybe it is connected to the MCU. Yeah, because there was a long time they weren't saying if it was connected to... Well, they were saying no. Spider-Man or and then, not, well, and... Well, remember there's that interview during the Spider-Man press circuit with Kevin Feige and the woman in charge of Sony. Yeah. When somebody asked him, "Oh, will the your Venom movie 
you know, will it have Spider-Man? Will it be connected to the rest of And she's like, well, it's going to be kind of off to the side. You know, more or less saying yes. And Kevin Feige is sitting there like, has that look. And they're like, what'd you just say? Yeah. Not quite the, the Mike Myers, Kanye West look. Yeah. Yeah. But, but if, pretty close to if, it. If Tom Holland was on the set. Wouldn't he have tweeted about it by now? Isn't he notoriously terrible at keeping yeah, secrets? Yeah, but it, but they, well, think, they've also learned to combat that because like they what, just didn't don't they, tell him stuff. Didn't they just give him pages for yeah. Avengers? Yeah, he only like, saw it, his pages. Yeah, but uh, well, I'm sure by now he's probably had his hand slapped a few times about that. So yeah, maybe probably. he's. But so apparently it makes he him endearing. Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, so apparently though, so he was on the set reportedly filming scenes, not in Spider-Man costume. So technically, possibly Peter Parker appears in the Venom movies. Maybe they told him it was for a different movie. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you also play a character named Peter. <laughs> yeah, nobody talked to him by name. Just here, just walk through this scene. You'll be in the background. <laughs> Sorry. Keep it going. just happens to be in a science lab. And yeah. <laughs> there's this black goo in a jar. But don't don't look at it though. Yeah. That's nothing to do. You're filming a rom com. <laughs> exactly. So yeah, so there's that going around. So who knows? We, I swear we won't know until like the, the trailers start coming out. Oh, it's yeah. a day after the movie opens. Yeah. Uh, so now, comic book Spider-Man news. It's official. Dan Slott is leaving Amazing Spider-Man. Yeah, that's a good long run he's left, Ten too. years? Yeah, something like that. Something like that. Uh, his last issue will be issue uh, 801. Mm-hmm. And then they've already announced his next book that he's going to. He's moving to Invincible Iron Man. Not a bad idea, because mm. Iron Man needs some rehab, I feel. Oh, yeah. like, it, well, suppose, is the character even alive right now? Uh, maybe. There are two Iron Man books, aren't there? But one is Riri Williams, and the, yes. other, and the other is Doctor Doom. Correct. Yeah. So, so I don't know where Tony Stark is. Nobody seems to know. I think that's like the storyline right now, is his body has disappeared. Or... Because during that whole Secret Empire, is that what it was called, the latest event? No. With, with uh... the, uh, the one with, with Evil Cap. Uh, oh, um, there something no, maybe, Empire. Maybe was I thought you said Empire. the one with the evil cat, yes. and you got my interest for a second. I was like, "Ooh, there's an evil cat! Oh, evil cap!" Like Captain America. It's, okay. it's the hot tabby. It's a street tabby with the cosmic cube. <laughs> and it was making me think of Isma from uh, Emperor's New Groove. <laughs> Is that my voice? <laughs> she turns into the little fluffy cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah that's funny. <laughs> anyway. I like that movie. Pull the lever. <laughs> Sorry, back back to your comic news. <laughs> um, next, well, I think in that series, Tony was like an AI that inhabited his suit or something. I don't know. Yeah, it, that it, kind of that part lost me. Yeah, I, I I'm not reading that book or any books directly connected to it. So, like, I didn't read the Secret Empire crossover at all. I read the Doctor Strange books that were kind of tied to it, sort yeah. of, but that was about it. Uh, other comic news: uh, We're getting a Marvel, another Marvel wedding next summer. Have they said who it is? Yeah, who is it? I, I can't remember. You can't remember. We already discussed this too. Oh, that's probably. The, that's the sad part. Yeah, Kitty and Colossus. Oh yes, they're they finally a, they're, tying the knot. The artwork and everything. Oh yeah, we had that conversation about who in the MCU hasn't, hasn't dated Kitty. Rude, uh, Colossus and the 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 managed to make her uh, her powers trigger while they were. You know, yeah, that was funny. Boinka, boinka. <laughs> Mid coitus, she falls through the floor. 
into like right, no, the living room. She falls room. through him. Yeah. Then the floor, floor. the bed, then the floor. <laughs> then then into another room, passes some students. <laughs> but she lands behind like so, a couch in like a living room den area, and she grabs the blanket off the couch, and he's here <laughs> right upstairs. It's a, yeah. it's a cute moment. But yeah, hey, okay, uh, that's pretty funny. She really hasn't dated that many men. No, not too many. Like, like Colossus, oh, Pete Wisdom. She dated oh, yeah, him for a while, in, in and Excalibur. he's a dick who probably has Because like, she syphilis. thought that he, Colossus <laughs> was dead. And and then Ultimate Kitty dated Peter Parker. Yeah, but that doesn't count. That's Ultimate That universe. was awesome, though. I really liked when they did that in the Ultimate Universe, because it was something but, you uh, didn't expect. But Kitty and Colossus have been a thing since, like, 1980. Yeah. yeah. So the real question will be, at this Marvel wedding, who's going to die? Oh, who's going <laughs> to die? I don't Is think that happens at every Colossus? Marvel wedding. Didn't or, somebody get killed off at the last one? The uh, uh, like the big wasn't first that his wedding. No, he didn't get killed. I don't oh. know if he got killed. Somebody got killed at that wedding. Oh. I don't know. There was maybe, something in the book. I thought maybe it'll be the opposite. Maybe Professor X will come back. Oh, you know, when he's dead or not? He's taking over uh, Phantom X's body. Apparently. Oh really? Oh. Yeah. Oh, that's <laughs> yeah. interesting. Okay. I haven't read an X-Men comic in years. And now you know why. Yeah. Because <laughs> you can't keep them straight. Just as bad as the 90s. I was just picturing <laughs> Professor X as Professor Farnsworth from Futurama. Good like, news, everyone. Walks, I'm alive again. He Except walks it's all in telepathic. a new body, and he's like, good news, everyone. I'm still alive. And then somebody whacks him in the back. He's like, oh, my legs. In this new body. So just you said something about going back to the 90s. So a classic from the 90s. Might well if it's up to this guy, it'll get it'll be revived. Okay, uh, Shaquille O'Neal is on record as saying he would love, or at least he would like to do, a oh, remake no. of Steel with today's special effects. And he would uh, also love. He really wants to be in an Avengers movie, so he could. And I quote: "I would like to kick Robert Downey Jr.'s ass." I would like to see that. I guess because he's not that WrestleMania gig that he kind of blew out of the water asking for money isn't happening, that hmm. he needs something. <laughs> what was he just trying to get in WrestleMania? He was uh, supposed to wrestle Big Show. They tried to get when? that put together uh, last year and the year before. Really? Especially, you I know can't how, picture him. He, you when know I see him on TV, in those, yeah. he just doesn't look... As spry as he once was. You know how Big Show got like super ripped last year? Yeah. Like, which was weird for him, but that's part of the reason why. And the the story goes Shaq asked for too much money and Uh, just went, nah. Hmm. We don't pay wrestlers. No, we don't don't pay pay basketball players players. to be wrestlers. It it was rumored like a long time ago and it never happened too. So, Uh, so one more uh, throwback to the 90s, I guess. It might as well, this counts too. So, uh, oh, well, I'm going to butcher this last name. Ed Neumeyer? It's Neumeyer. Neumeyer? Is that how it's pronounced? Yeah, he was uh, one of the producers on RoboCop, if I'm not <laughs> mistaken. What The writer of RoboCop. Oh, okay, yeah. And also did a lot of work on, he's also known for his work on Starship Troopers. Yep. So, he was quoted, uh, he was talking to a magazine, oh, whatever, it's, it's um, Zeitgeist. Yes, he told Zeitgeist magazine. <laughs> Uh, Kevin and I were discussing German, this. It has to be yelled. We, we, we were discussing this earlier. Uh, he that he has been brought to, to MGM to work on a movie, on a script for a sequel. What? No. To what? To what? What? A sequel to the original 
Robocop. Oh, ignoring okay, I can go with that. Everything of Robocop that's come since. Movies, TV shows, Animated bad reboot. Series. Done. That was an animated series? Yep. Yes, Two, was. actually. Yeah, I think a lot of Robert people ignore Cop. that. <laughs> Robert Cop? Yeah. If you if you look up uh, those clickbait lists of like top ten bootleg toys, <laughs> one of the ones that always shows up is Robert Cop, and it's a <laughs> it's a twelve inch like just like straight armed RoboCop toy bootleg like that you would find in the dollar store. But the the label on the bottom is Robert, Robert Cop. <laughs> I still, if, if we ever got our hands on that, that's one toy we would never take out of the package. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. I so would buy it. It's hilarious. Well, I still love seeing those. I was talking about bootleg toys. Those packages where it's like something you know, Avengers two, and it's got like Superman and Spider Man and, and Batman Shrek. and Shrek <laughs> on the cover of the package, and you see them all little the shitty knockoff toys, and the it's like. When when did Shrek show up in Avengers two? I I, I would watch that I movie. Miss, did I miss that scene? I think didn't we see the place in the mall? That little kind of store back when the Winters was in the mall. That, that little store that didn't he have one of those there? He had something like that. Yeah, where I think it had a Power Ranger. Yeah, in it. yeah. Superman, Spider-Man, Shrek, and a Power Ranger. Yep. <laughs> Not a single awesome. Avenger there, but they're all an awesome. Avenger. But all the artwork on the package yeah. was Avengers with Spider-Man, though. <laughs> um, I, I would just and like Robert to also McDonald. note the, the one thing that kind of blew my mind a little bit uh, last week, at the end of last week, is we got a trailer for a pseudo-sequel slash reboot of Crocodile Dundee. Oh yes, I saw that too. I still haven't watched that trailer. It would starring Danny McBride as the uh, American illegitimate son of Crocodile Dundee. Oh, so is he an illegitimate son? Yeah, so he, he's not the kid. <gasps> I, mean, I guess in Crocodile uh, Dundee cheated on his wife. I don't believe that they split up in real life, so oh. it could happen. Um, doesn't mean you necessarily cheated on his wife. It just meant he had a child out of wedlock. Okay, <laughs> but. The the thing I found funny doesn't, about doesn't it doesn't that mean he cheated on his wife? No, if they weren't married anymore, well, the, he could have been divorced, or they could have been kid separated. Some chick he could have been seeing left. someone that else. would still be an illegitimate yeah. child. But uh, the thing I laughed about it is I w- because I, when I saw it, I was like, okay, this is a joke because Danny McBride for uh, one, yeah, yeah. that signals okay, funny or die skit. Yeah, almost every article I read on it, like four of them, all start off with. No, this is not a funny or die skit or a college humor skit. This is real. And the amazing thing is, is they managed to put this together completely in quiet. Like this so is the, the movie has been made by the sounds of it. Yeah, there's a trailer for it, oh. or at least a teaser, a full teaser that like it's like if it's not finished, it's in production. And nobody had heard shit about this, oh. which is really unusual. But I guess you keep the budget low, and yeah, maybe they filmed it in Australia too. No, maybe. I, I assume it's owned by the government of Australia. <laughs> they own Crocodile well, D. Paul uh, Hogan is an Australian treasure, and and Jocko. Do you remember Jocko from the the battery the, the battery ads? I think it was Energizer. No, Oi. What about, what about the kangaroo from that kangaroo Kangaroo movie? Jack? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. I think they just own that one. 
So did the film company that made it. Yeah. And Jerry O'Connell. Yeah. And Anthony Anderson. The guy from Sliders. He will forever and always be the guy from Sliders. He was the guy from My Secret Identity. And before that, he was the fat kid from Stand By Me. See, this is how we all... And now he's married to Rebecca Romaine. This is how we identify our Jerry O'Connells. Yep. (laughs) Be funny, like, imagine, like, he's one of those guys who, like, could go back in time and talk to his younger self. He's like, okay... Don't worry. You will get ripped. You will do better better things than my secret identity. And when you're done that, you eventually get, end up dating John Stamos' ex-wife. No, married. Not Ma- dating. Oh, yeah, married. They're married. And trust us, that's a good thing. Look at John Stamos. He only, <laughs> he only dates hot women. And then he blinks out. Yeah. Or that slider's hole. Yeah, the slider's hole is with a little remote control. And then then when the younger one comes to sliders, he's like, man, this looks familiar. (laughs) Well, that's why when someone sends him the script and he he recognizes by reading, he's like, that sounds familiar. I think I better do this. this, The technology is real. (laughs) So I've got a couple of uh, quick news stories, too. One is DC Comics related. Um, DC had this weird event this weekend. That was DC at in DC. Oh, yeah, I kept seeing ads for that. I, I clicked on it. It was a four-hour live stream on YouTube, and it was like panel discussions of various social um, social. What's the word I'm looking for? Comic booky stuff. Yeah, the you know uh, social issues and okay. comic books. That's oh, okay. But anyway, one of the things that was announced sort of before that, because there was a whole talk about it during this this panel was that they've announced a miniseries called The Other History of the DC Universe. It's going to be written by John Ridley, who wrote the movie 12 Years a Slave. And it looks at, it's basically like Marvel's, for the DC universe, but so they're going to be looking at major events in DC Comics history mm-hmm. through the eyes of um, superheroes who've come from what they're calling traditionally disenfranchised groups. So uh, each issue will be told from the point of view of a different character, and those characters include John Stewart, uh, one of the first black uh characters yeah. that DC had. Um, a character called Extraño, who was the first gay DC character. He was in a really minor book that came out in the late 80s um, called The the New Guardians. I, I have a complete run of that book. It's not that good. But, uh, <laughs> and Extraño is every gay stereotype you can think of. Um, Vixen, Supergirl, Katana, and Renee Montoya, among others. So uh, the book is basically, um, it says the, it focuses oh, on the Oh, wait, lives. wait. Renee Montoya? Yeah. Okay, so I haven't, just been reading, interest. I haven't been reading DC books. Is she back I in don't some know. way, shape, or form? Then? I don't know. But because huh. we're looking at these issues, these these episodes from DC history. It could be a past thing, so she could be. Could be. Thing. So at its core, it says the series focuses on the lives of those behind the costumes and their endeavors to overcome real-world issues. So it's um, it sounds really interesting. He also wrote a Vertigo book uh, called The American Way. Uh, oh, that's a good book, yeah. actually. But, yeah. In in Hollywood circles, he's mostly known for writing Twelve Years a Slave, which was a pretty big deal, pretty big movie deal. a couple <laughs> years ago. So that's uh, my comic book uh, news. The other, oh wait, did he write the book or the movie of Twelve Years a Slave? Uh, screenwriter. Okay, so screenwriter. you're okay. Just want to um, clarify. So uh, the other thing I wanted to mention is another huge um, 
media merger, which could affect a favorite um, science fiction franchise of ours. Apparently, CBS and Paramount are back in talks to re-merge. Paramount wants a TV outlet, and CBS wants access to Paramount content. So um, so there could be uh, the... the uh, the remerging the of remerging of Star Trek because right now Paramount has movie rights and CBS has television rights, which is why we couldn't get Discovery while there were new Star Trek movies being made. Uh, this could lead to more TV movie Star Trek crossovers in the future. Uh, I know that's probably a very minor part of what CBS and Vi- uh, CBS Viacom and Paramount are talking about, but mm. uh, it it could lead to interesting things. So I was just listening to a, a podcast uh, on um, Trek FM this morning about is that. It, what it's called? Trek FM. Trek FM is a network of a podcast network oh, okay. of. Uh, of uh, Star Trek podcasts, and uh, they were talking about this possibility of this CBS Paramount merger that could bring Star Trek all back under one roof again. Oh, cool. Yeah. So Ryan sent to me another thing for our news that I think we will all have a little bit of comments on, and that is the uh, 38th Razzie Award nominations oh. were nominated. Oh, I love the Razzie nominations. And quite frankly, since the Oscars have become boring, I'm more interested in these every year well, than I chances am. Chances are we've seen a lot of these movies. Yeah, okay, cool. So read them okay, out. Okay. Oh, come on, iPod. Why are you? Ah, That's called an iPad. Pop-up. Or a really yeah. big iPod. <laughs> For Which is called an iPad. Some... <laughs> Most ha- yeah, I don't care about the most haunted. Ah, you stupid piece of shit. Shall I just look it up on Wikipedia? No, I got it. I got, got it. it. I think. Yeah, there we go. Okay, so for worst picture, we have Baywatch, which Jen would contend <laughs> it was not. It was not a great movie. It was funny. But it knew it was bad. Oh, yeah. Knew oh, yeah. It was bad. Yeah. Uh, the Emoji Movie. Yes, oh, no. I didn't even see that. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Uh-huh. No, no, no. The Mummy. I saw that. And Transformers that. Last Night. Oh, I, I saw none of those, any of those films. All of those movies sound terrible. I've seen three of them. Yes, three. But Maybe. judging by trailers, I would say the Emoji movie yeah, looked the worst. Oh, oh if we're going to say, yeah. Which judging one, by the trailers, worst? I would say Emoji movie as well. Well, it was, you know. It's a it's, movie with a talking cynically poop. made as a commercial for apps that are basically outdated by the time the movie came out. Yep. That stupid pop-up thing came on for some horror movie with Helen Mirren in it. Helen Mirren's in a horror movie? Apparently. She does movies like that. She's in a Riddick movie, dude. Oh, that's true. (laughs) And she did it because she had never done a movie like that before. Okay, so to go along with that, worst director, Darren Aronofsky, which is a name you don't see in that category often, for Mother... Oh, yeah. Oh, sorry. Um, Mother! Because it's got an exclamation point oh, at the right. end of it. Oh, was that the movie with Jennifer Lawrence? Yeah. Yes. The one we watched the Honest trailer yeah. for. Oh, that's like the horror movie thingy. The Bible sort yeah, of okay. allegory. I like me some Jennifer Lawrence movies. 
I did not watch that yeah. one. Javier, it, like that's one of those like all star movies too, because it's like her Javier Bardem's in it. I'd never Ed even Harris. heard of it until we saw the honest trailer. I yeah. didn't know Michelle Pfeiffer was in it until I saw it. But Michelle she's, Pfeiffer, I, I didn't get it when I looked at the commercial. Saw the commercials, I was like, I don't know what's going on here. I, I tend just, to like. Yeah, he's no. one of those directors. I always like his movies. I never want to see him again after I see them. <laughs> yeah. Like I like a Requiem for the for, for a, a Dream, dream? is yeah. an amazing film. Oh, which one's that? That's uh, the heroin addict one with uh jennifer conley and uh what's his name joker dude uh jared leto okay i haven't seen it and and a wayans brother who had a performance that was oscar worthy in my okay name. like he managed to pull that out out of a wayans brother and not damon either not the good one uh michael bay for transformers last night Yep. Uh, big surprise there. He's got to have, like, he's got to be coming up on the record with him and Yule Bowl for, like, nominations. Um, James Foley for 50, 50 Shades Darker. Alex Kurtzman for The Mummy. And Tony Leonidas for The Emoji Movie. That sounds like a made up last name. Uh, worst actor, Tom Cruise in The Mummy. Johnny Depp for uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, uh, which I don't. Uh, he didn't Johnny Depp the hell out of he, that he's one. He's still though. doing yeah. the same shtick. Yeah. That's probably why. Is that it's just the same. Jamie, no. Jamie Doran for uh, Fifty Shades Darker. Zach Efron for Baywatch, <laughs> and Mark Wahlberg for two films: oh. Daddy's Home Two and Transformers: The Last Night. <laughs> yeah. His odds mm. of increasing, just of, of winning. Just Again, went up. I haven't seen any of those movies. Uh, I should make you guys watch the Baywatch movie. Over in uh, worst actress category, we oh, have yeah. Catherine Heigl, which is also not surprising because yeah. I never she like her. She was in a movie. Yeah, Unforgettable. I don't. Yeah, even apparently, know the movie was totally uh, Dakota Johnson for Fifty Shades Darker. Jennifer Lawrence for Mother. Tyler Perry for Boo Two. A Medea Halloween. <laughs> Why on earth are they still letting him make Medea movies? Because they make shit tons of money. Why on earth do those movies still make shit tons of money? Uh, the audience they go for. Why frankly. is he under Best Actress? Because he's Because he plays a Medea. Yeah, but he's still like. Yeah, but they do that the from time to time. It's a joke. I, I know. Emma Watson in The Circle. I still haven't watched that. It's on Netflix. It's on my um, list. Tom Hanks is in that, too. Okay, so we can kind of skip through. We're supporting actor uh, Javier Bardem, Russell Crowe, Josh Duhamel, Mel Gibson, Anthony Hopkins. Josh Duhamel in Transformers? Yes. Yeah. What was Russell Crowe in? Uh, the Mummy. Mummy. There's what a theme the here. Oh, yeah, he yeah. was... Uh, he's uh, Dr. Jekyll. Yeah. Remember that whole dark monster universe? Universal one? Yeah. Not good. yeah. He was not Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde. Um. And we're supporting actress, Kim Basinger for Fifty Shades. Uh, I'm seeing a theme here. They really uh-huh. don't like Transformers, Fifty Shades, or The Mummy. Sophia Butella for The Mummy. Laura Haddock for Transformers. Goldie Hawn for Snatched. Uh, Susan Sarandon for Bad's Mom's Christmas. I never did end up watching that. Um, let's see if there's any. Oh, okay. They've got a category of Best Prequel, Remake, Ripoff, or Sequel. <laughs> there we go. <laughs> <laughs> With Baywatch, Boo 2, and Medea So Halloween. is it best or worst? Worst, sorry. Okay. Uh, Fifty Shades Darker, The Mummy, and Transformers. So everything, uh, almost everything for the worst picture is also in the category for worst, worst sequel, sequel rip-off. Rip off, yeah, and I'm just seeing if there's any ones that you wouldn't expect Is there an here. animated section? No, not, not according to these nominations. 
Uh, the, so Transformers The Last Night leads with nine. Oh, yeah. Proud to say I've never seen a Transformers movie. First one's good. Third one's good. The rest, uh, not so I think so I saw good. the first one, and I'm like, wow, that wasn't nearly as bad as I thought it would be. And then I thought, saw the second one and went, oh, there it is. Well, the second one suffered from the writer strike, and they just had to keep getting that movie and then done. And the excuse for the other seven? Well, the third one's good. You should watch the third one. Third no, one's it's not. Shut up, it is. <laughs> Third one is uh, wait on is the scale the of what Transformer movies are good. They're all bad. Is that no. the one where he's riding a dinosaur like Jesus? No, that's the fourth one. Oh, <laughs> and Jesus didn't ride a dinosaur, so how can he well, ride a dinosaur? Depending on what like version of the Bible the, you subscribe the, to. But Optimus Prime is Jesus, and he's riding on a dinosaur. Therefore, the Bible is true, false. I don't know. <laughs> Um, no comment. <laughs> and one last thing I'll throw out there, because this will tie into the, our next topic, is Gary Oldman uh, stated on a red carpet, somebody asked him, when are you going to be in one of those Marvel movies? And he's basically like, uh, they haven't called me. I'd love to do one, which is what starts all these rumors. So look for Gary Oldman to be somewhere in Avengers Isn't 3. he in the DC movies? Not anymore, no. He was in the, the Dark Knight oh, movies, I was right? So those he was don't Commissioner connect. Gordon, but somebody else is. Yeah, but Zach, Zachary Levi was in Thor. Now he's in Shazam. That's fluid. Speaking of Zachary Levi, what is he filming in Toronto right now? I don't know. Shazam? Why? Because um, I saw a tweet from him, and you know how tweets have locations, and it mm. said he was in Toronto. Might be, it might be Shazam. Maybe it's Shazam. Maybe you should have tweeted back and said, hey, what are you filming in Toronto? <laughs> Do you want to get lunch? <laughs> how about we you come on my podcast? <laughs> it's about an hour north of where you are. I know that means nothing to you, because if you haven't been to it, haven't grown up in Ontario, anything outside of Toronto is kind of foreign and scary. <laughs> We would go to him. Yes, I, I would take the day off for that. <laughs> what is it in the map of, of people visiting Ontario? It's Toronto, and then everything around it is Here Be Dragons? <laughs> well, there's also Niagara Falls. Yeah, Niagara Falls. And, but there, but that's like where the border mysteriously goes over, because a lot of Americans <laughs> forget that Niagara Falls is actually two different places. Yeah. And then like... Ottawa with a question mark, and it's somewhere, somewhere in the general there. vicinity. But <laughs> if you really looked at it closely, it's probably in Kingston. And then the yeah. Great North Woods. And then Montreal. <laughs> yeah, well. But that's not Ontario. But so uh, apparently part of the, the his saying that is he, I guess his wife, I guess him and his wife or his wife has a nine-year-old son. And the nine-year-old son wants to see him in one of these movies. Mm. So Also, it's a really good paycheck. Yeah, uh, and if somebody asked me, Ryan, would you? Why aren't you in a, just, a DC movie? Would you here. be in one? Uh, yeah, yeah, they just gotta call me. Gary Oldman of I is can. older, but he can act the shit out of anything. Oh yeah, so you know, you just find the right part for him and you let him go. <laughs> oh, he could be the 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 wizard. Oh, here's some Shazam. late breaking news just got posted. Minnie Mouse has received a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. I thought you were going to say Minnie Moses quit Disney. <laughs> I was going to laugh. Enough of this Star Wars shit. Mickey Let's already go back had a star. Cartoons. She's been a movie star for 90 years. She deserves a star on the Hollywood Walk of Fame. <laughs> the real question is why didn't she have one I before have now? I have nephews to pay question. for. Oh, Brent. <laughs> what, Huey, Dewey, and Louie? No, the illegitimate uh, ones. The, what, okay, here's the Disney question for you. Yep. What, is, what are Mickey's nephews' names? Morty and Ferdy. 
They kind of disappeared, though, didn't they? Yeah, they were so, mostly yeah. just comic book characters. Are yeah. they are they Mickey's nephews or are they Minnie's nephews? Those are Mickey's nephews. And that, so that means that Mickey has a brother or a sister. Mm, yeah, I guess so. <laughs> no, you know, it means you know, Mickey has illegitimate children. <laughs> do, you know what Daisy's, do you know what Daisy's niece's names are? She has three nieces, sort of counterparts to Huey, Dewey, and Louie. No, I didn't know that. They yep. are named April, May, and June. So Daisy and Donald have six children that they don't want to talk about? Well, they're not theirs. They're nieces and nephews. Yeah. Uh Oh, see, in the new DuckTales, they've actually shown and said that Donald had a sister. Donald's sister's name is Donna. And she was an adventurer with Donald and Scrooge. That's what, Uh, at least in the new cartoon. I haven't seen the new cartoon. The new cartoon's pretty good. Yeah, I know. I've been meaning to watch it, and then I totally forgot about it. Until today, you're the second person to mention it to me. Well, there you go. Weird. Okay, so we had uh, tried to come up with the topic for the show, and apparently Ryan, Kevin, and I all came up with the same idea on the same day while not talking to one another. Mm -hmm. Well, it's funny because Kevin and I are talking at work. Oh, yeah. There's always that. Yeah. So, um, what the idea was is uh, after the the next Avengers movie, we don't really know much about the Marvel Cinematic Universe going forward. We know nothing. We know there's Captain Marvel. Yep. Yep. And Well, there's the other Avengers movie, Captain Marvel, Ant-Man and Wasp, and that's really about it. Well, right now, I guess what we got, Black Panther. Yeah. Then Avengers 3. Yeah. Then Ant-Man and Wasp. Then Avengers 4. Yep. And then Captain and Marvel. And then Captain Marvel and Homecoming to whatever you want to call the next Spider-Man movie. That's all that's been announced. Yes. Right. So what, what I thought we would do, because we, we like pitching for jobs we won't ever get, <laughs> um, we has come up with different ideas of what can fill those slots, because Disney is going to ride this horse until it cannot be ridden anymore. And then uh, they'll reboot it. And then they'll reboot it. And you'll get all new origin stories yeah. again. Yeah. Or they'll oh, take a, they'll take a couple of years off yep. and reboot we'll it. We'll get to watch Uncle Ben die. Yeah. See Cap get we'll frozen in ice. About, oh no, wait, that's not Marvel. I was gonna say we'll have another Batman origin. Yeah, we'll see Batman's parents again. Um, oh, so let's start with Kevin. What was your idea, Kevin? Well, there's there's just a couple of things that I would like to see, and and I was thinking in terms of villains. Who are the major um, Marvel villains we have yet to see cinematically? And the big one that c- comes to me is Kang. Now I know we talked about Kang. We've talked about Kang probably off air before, where uh, he might be. He might Kang the Conqueror. He's a time traveling uh, villain from the future. Not a giant monkey. No, okay. no, that's Kong. That's oh. Kong. Kang, uh, and and not he's not a Simpsons alien. Either. I was gonna say that next. <laughs> yeah, not, yeah. Uh, Kang the Conqueror is a time traveling villain uh, from from the far far future. Now okay. we had we had talked that he might be wrapped up in the Fantastic Four rights because one of his incarnations is Ramatut, a Fantastic Four villain. But I've always known him as an Avengers Avengers bad guy, and. Uh, I'd like to see a time-traveling Avengers plot. I think that could be fine. And that might be what's happening in Avengers 4 from the rumors I'm hearing. So I don't know if it... I don't think it'd be Kang, but I always just thought his his look was sort of iconic, purple and green with a blue face. And yeah, you would have seen him in some of the different... In the cartoons, cartoons maybe. 
He was in he, the Earth's he, Mightiest Heroes. He looks like a Lego man. Yeah, he yeah. kind of does. Yeah. Um, as for heroes that that I think could work, um, I don't know about their own films, but they could be introduced because I think uh, one of the problems with this Marvel Cinematic Universe as it stands right now is that actors are aging. Mm-hmm. Um, unlike comic book characters or cartoon characters, people get older. And uh, so I think we need some new younger characters to, to pick up the slack. And the, the big one that Marvel, not that Marvel's been pushing, but that has been quite popular uh, over the last five years or so, I think is Ms. Marvel, um, Kamala oh, yeah. Khan. She would be awesome. Oh, that Ms. Marvel. Okay, because I was yeah. like, well, we're getting Captain Marvel. Because no. I automatically, for whatever reason, I automatically default to Carol, Carol Danvers. Danvers. Well, she was Ms. Marvel. That's yeah, probably, but that's why. And, and she was for, like, in that I think she was Ms. Marvel period. longer than she's been Captain Marvel. Yeah, she's only been Captain but. Marvel for the last couple of years. Uh, but, uh, in fact, she's like the fourth Captain Marvel in the Marvel yeah, universe. Yeah, she's been Captain Marvel since House of M. Maybe. I believe so. I think House yeah. of M was yeah. really her big like story to bring her to the next level. But but I think Kamala Khan um, is a character we we haven't we've never seen a character like that in mm-hmm. a movie before. Yeah. Um, I think she's quite popular still, uh, and uh, I I think she's underutilized uh, when it comes to other media besides comics. So if I was going to create a movie for another Marvel character, I would probably go with Ms. Marvel. Now, for Ms. Marvel, are you talking animated or live action? You're going to do I want to see a live action Ms. Marvel movie. And go with an unknown in the the casting? There's not a lot of well-known young East Indian or Pakistani Pakistani, the character's Pakistani um, actors. I'm I'm sure there are lots out there. Um, But um, yeah, I'd go with someone probably about 14 or 15 and young. I just think that family dynamic would be interesting to see. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a Peter Parker-y type story with a twist because of the ethnic backgrounds of the characters. And, and in the comic, she starts off as kind of idolizing she's super a the heroes. Yeah. And that, that's a well, good jump. she's a jump. Captain Marvel fangirl. Yeah. yeah. And that's a good jumping off point for if you want to do something after those movies, right? Yeah. It's, well, that's why, they, especially now that we're going to be doing Captain Marvel, once that movie comes out, and especially if you have her... Okay, yes, it sounds like it should be in the 90s, but if you can have something involving her in this day and age part of the, yeah. that cinematic universe, then it would totally make sense to do that movie because, yeah, I'll get into my whole theory when I get into my character's yeah. thing. But So, because, like... Most of the big Marvel characters have been snapped up already. Yes. Right? So you're now looking at lower tier Marvel characters if you're going to like show have new characters. In some films. ways, you're even looking almost below that because a lot of the lower tier characters, you're getting into the Netflix territory. Well, yeah. like All the street level characters are on Netflix. Um, and then there's so many of the... like. It seems like all the young heroes are, are ending up on Hulu or Freeform, like Cloak and Dagger, yeah. New Warriors, and and that. Well, so, New Warriors is up in the air at the moment. Oh, uh, Runaways is the one I was thinking of. Actually. Yeah, Runaways is pretty solid. Though. So yeah, uh, if you want a young, new, fresh face for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, I would go with Ms. Marvel. And who do you cast as Kang? Do you have an idea? Oh, who do I cast as? I got Kang? one for you right off the bat. Peter Capaldi. 
Oh, actually, that's better than mine. <laughs> <laughs> that, that that's pretty because he's got the the accent too, and if he and muddles it up experience. a little bit, <laughs> and, time. and the angry eyes. <laughs> Yeah, I was thinking weirdly. I was thinking when you brought up Kang because I hadn't thought about it before. Is there's Gary Oldman's part <laughs> right there? Oh yeah, Gary Oldman. That work too. It's, it's, he can work in makeup. We've seen him do it a couple times. Yeah. To and he's a great actor, and he's got the he can use that British accent, so he sounds like he's a little displaced and evil because British accents are evil. <laughs> well, Star you Wars. could they could both be Kang because there have been lots of storylines in the comments with the Council of the Cross-Time Kangs. Yeah. With multi multiverse Kangs. Yeah. There's been Lady Kangs and yeah, yeah, Alien Kangs and Good ideas. I I I uh I put my stamp of approval on both of those. <laughs> Thank you. Not that it matters. <laughs> Ryan, what did you have? Oh yeah, so mine they go to a character where they've already kind of uh shown some characters from this. So mine would be to do a Nova standalone movie. But do it... uh, Pretty much you could even take the first part of the Marvel Now uh, Nova arc where they Mm -hmm. introduce Sam. So another young... You know, mixed race. He's a Hispanic, I believe, in in this dude. Yes, I believe so. so At least he is in the, the cartoon. Yeah. So yeah. whatever you want to do, but uh, so you another young character to f- combat the aging character type thing, and uh, uh, so you, you know, my idea would be to do it very much in that first arc where his father, you know, his father's there. He his father kind of you know used to be an Overcore member, and you could do the whole thing about well the Overcore we've seen in Guardians, they don't fly around with magic helmets and stuff. Well, not magic, but, you know, technological helmets shooting lasers out of mm-hmm. their hands. Well, you could establish that, well, they, that's like the special ops. Or well, they used to do that, and now they don't do that anymore. To add to that, though, isn't that Nova, like his dad, wasn't he part of a special ops yes, Nova? Yes, he was. So you have it already kind of built in. In the comics, and they've done that. In you make the, the costume uh, look similar to the one in Guardians, and you're fine. Yeah. And like, like the, but with the helmet. The new Guardians cartoon, they've done that. They've introduced these Nova... Because they have the regular Nova because Nova Core. Because yeah. that new Guardians cartoon kind of is supposed to kind of take place after the first movie, but sort not including not the rest really. of the stuff. But yeah. yeah, exactly. And so they've you know shown the Nova Core looking like that. Even with the one... Uh, who's the guy that... The, 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 the Nova Core guy that they contact... He's like, you know, he's an asshole or an a-hole, but he's not a total a-hole. Oh, uh, the, uh, oh, the guy that um, oh. John C. Riley's part no. in the... So they even have a, a character in the cartoon that looks like him playing that okay. character. For no- but anyway, so you have his father being this like retired Nova Corps guy from the special ops unit. Now he's a janitor in a high school. And the whole time you know, he retired because... Of you know, he was having a kid and all this stuff. So even if you wanted to, he could even be an alien and just mm-hmm. decided to retire to Earth and raise the family. And, and now he's like a janitor in a, high, in a school and Sam goes to the school. You have that whole interaction where the kids make fun of him because his dad's a janitor, blah, blah, blah. And you could have it be where Sam doesn't know necessarily that his dad was an overcore, but maybe the, his bedtime stories were these adventures that his dad used to go on. And so he kind of feels like his dad was something, but he's just a janitor and this, all that until all of a sudden his dad goes missing and he comes across the helmet and puts the helmet on. And maybe there's a message for him or, you know, and a lot of that, they do some of those beats in that 
new comic and that's how they introduce the character and stuff like that. So it's like it's already there and it'll work. Hmm. And you can either do the thing like the Green Lantern Corps type thing where you know maybe he puts the helmet on and it shoots him off into space and he has to go and train, or maybe you just have you know you see him struggling to learn how to control it on Earth until maybe some other Nova Corps, like maybe the was it Rich Rider? What's the Nova Corps? Rich Rider. Maybe he shows up Nova. to kind of be his Obi Wan Kenobi or something, yeah. right? like to be his. And I don't know who you would pick to be the bad guy. Um, I can't think of... Does Nova have any definitive villains? That's the only thing that... Like, well, I think there's that one that, in, in the toy line, the, that tiger or whatever that... Oh, is he a Nova I think villain? He's, he's a Nova villain. That's oh, why he was okay. in the Guardian's toy line yeah. with, the, with Nova. Because he was in the cartoon. Yeah. I think he might even be in the comic. Yeah, and well, yeah. uh, because he was going around, I think, trying to collect Nova Corps helmets. Mm-hmm. Or something. I never finished the story. I don't end up remembering how they found his father. I think it ended up his father ends up being on some uh, got was taken as a slave on some you know like a gladiator type arena planet spaceship thingy. And I don't know. I stopped reading the comic before I got to the end of it. So (laughs) I was reading digitally digitally back then. And yeah. But uh, so that's so I think you could do with that. So then it introduces your younger character again, mm-hmm. and then you know maybe this you know this is like your phase five. So you do that, then you do the Miss Marvel movie, and then maybe you do another young hero, either someone like uh, I was thinking some of the characters from say the Young Avengers like series. Patriot or mm. that was his name. I couldn't remember. I just I, I, Hulkling. Yeah, well, I wouldn't necessarily I don't even know if we'd go Hulkling unless they introduced Skrulls. Oh yeah, he was a Skrull. Because he was like half Skrull, half something and else. Wiccan. Yeah, Wiccan who was the, you know, and then him and Hawkeye. Well, yeah, I think introducing Kate Bishop Hawkeye would work in that too cuz then so say you maybe do her uh, introduction and stuff, and then you could build to either yeah, you can't necessarily do it, maybe a young Avengers story, like where you bring them together, but maybe you call them the champions, like you know, that the young team right now yeah. in the comics. Oh, not a bad idea. And not if you really want to oh. kind of lay the groundwork for things, at one of these Avengers movies in between, where, where this also happens in between, maybe at the end of the Avengers movie uh, four, they save the day, but then they're gone. Nobody knows where the Avengers are. Yeah. So you have all this new crop of heroes popping up. Maybe you have Tom Holland's uh, Spider-Man join them too, kind of be like the leader of this new young team. And then you do this next Champions or Avengers or whatever, Young Avengers movie, where they then have to you know find out what happened to them and save the Avengers. Mm-hmm. Cool. Yeah, no, that could work. Jen. That was really detailed. Good job. Thank you. I thought of all that last night <laughs> after we got home from the toy show. Um, what was the question again? No, I'm kidding. <laughs> wait, wait. Let me guess. Does your character have a fuzzy tail? Maybe. Okay. But I don't think that Squirrel Girl would make a very good movie. No? I think Squirrel Girl would make a much better TV show. Oh, you want to see more of her yeah. than just a two-hour movie. Or at least well, an animated the, feature. That to would be, be fair bad. to... No, but even like movies tend to have like this grandioseness about them like that you expect when you go that it's bigger than life. And that is not Squirrel Girl at all. She is very much a down-to-earth type of a character. Mm. So I think that just having her... 
in a sitcom or an animated show, you and can get away with Squirrel Girl talking down Galactus from eating the planet. Yeah. In a big budget movie, it comes off a little anticlimactic. Yeah. <laughs> so I think it would be, I think it suits her character and at least the uh, um, the comic that uh, Ryan North's been doing, it suits that kind of story that, that he's done so far. Mm-hmm. Um, am I... No, no, keep okay. going. You were looking at the lights, and I thought maybe I need to sit closer. The, the lights are shiny, so they catch his attention every so often. Wasn't Anna Kendrick pushing to be Squirrel Girl? Out of no, that's another one of those things that like got blown out of proportion. Basically, somebody didn't she cosplay the, as Squirrel no, Girl? No, her brother said that, that she, she would play, play Squirrel Girl, Girl, and she said that in an interview on like the Tonight Show or yeah, something. Because like that's that. that's the favorite interviewer question to Jure now. Like Gary Oldman just got hit with it. <laughs> right. Is like. Uh, depending on which Marvel or which franchise has a movie coming up first, right. is when are we going to see you in a DC movie or Marvel movie or generic superhero genre film? Right. It's, see, and I don't know if Squirrel Girl has any like Squirrel Girl specific villains. Not particular. Not in the run you're reading. Yeah, they, well, they're well, borrowing from couple, all over the place. But not really. Yeah. I mean, she's. Well, she, didn't she fight with Craven the Hunter? Yeah, no, they're best buds. I know. It's kind of I weird. love it. I would think Squirrel Girl Girls, Squirrels. Squirrel yeah. Girls villains would have to be like birds of prey themed, like I don't oh, know. The vulture. Vulture. Or, oh wait, we just had him in a movie. Or uh She fights Doctor Doom and she fights Galactus and No, she talks them down. She doesn't <laughs> no, fight with them. The last... I'm now picturing the Michael Keaton vulture and just seeing Anna Kendrick as Squirrel Girl like jump on it back and but like you know, like rapidly beat on the back of his head, like what the fuck? <laughs> See, but that's the thing about Squirrel Girl is that she doesn't beat. No, them. she doesn't beat people. She off. defeats them to the point where they are willing to talk, and then she compromises with them and rationalizes well, with them. <laughs> that would make a great movie, exactly, and it would be so much better as a TV show because you have those bursts of action, but at the end, there's like a moral, right? So. Anyway, I think it would be a much better TV show. Okay, so what is your film idea? Then? My film idea is Spider-Verse. Ooh. <laughs> Which Ryan had also thought of, so we were kind of talking about this uh, yesterday. But I love the Spider-Verse books. Book? I only read it as one. Well, yeah, we already <laughs> only read it as the hardcover. There's a good story. Yeah, and since they finally found a, a good Spider-Man um, in Tom Holland... That could be like the main universe, but then they could. I think we were talking in the car about having um, Andrew Garfield, Andrew Garfield, and uh, Tobey Maguire as the actors who played Spider Man, or coming in as a Spider Man from another universe. Uh, oh, I was going to ask if if Tom Holland was going to play all the various Spider. No, and then you know he could if, use his own British accent to yep. be. He could, he could be for oh, for the Spider Punk yeah. or for the UK. Yeah, Spider Man. Yeah. Weirdly, when. One? I always read Spider-Punk in uh, James Marster's voice, but as, like, his Spike voice with that English accent. Okay, I can see that. Yeah, yeah. not. I think he might be too old to do that part. I don't but, know. See, but, the best yeah, part with those, fishy. with well, a lot of these Spider-Men, as long as he's in shape, the it thing. doesn't well, really see, matter. That's the thing. You can, all these other, like, CGI. It could just be anybody to make the shape, yeah. and it's just voice, because a lot of those Spider-Men in that book... Never took their masks off. Yeah. So, so it, could it could be just voiced by this and voiced yep. by yeah, that and stand in bodies. In the, yeah. And then one of the questions Brent was asking when we were driving was what would we do? He said Spider-Ham has to be in the movie. And how would we do that? Spider-Pig. Spider-Pig. <laughs> does whatever, whatever a Spider-Pig spider does. Um, so I thought that 
you know, Tom Holland's Spider-Man would be the one who's recruiting all of the Spider-Men. And he would go, when he went into Spider-Ham's universe to get him, it would be a cartoon. And then when you brought Spider-Ham back into the quote-unquote real world, uh, it would be CG like uh, Rocket. Yeah. So, yeah, I think a Spider-Verse movie would be awesome. I, I still think you should do Spider-Ham like, like Roger Rabbit. No, that looks so bad. <laughs> We're talking about multiverse yeah. here. Come on. But then you also get the big robot from the Japanese one. <laughs> oh, I and you would get I've been watching that show. You would get Spider Gwen and be able to bring her into the MCU. So. And it's a way to introduce Miles Morales yeah. too, which they could even do as you know, as part of the whole young young Spider people, just young characters again. Mm. Yeah, so it's a great way to introduce a whole bunch of different Spider people. And just think of the merchandise. And then do, you could do spin-off movies. Merchandising. Because now that connects Spider-Gwen to the universe, so you could do a Spider-Gwen movie in her universe, and you could do a Miles Morales yeah. in his universe, where Peter Parker dies, and you could, you know, it expands it. Yeah. Anyway. But I would really prefer to see a Squirrel Girl TV show, please and thank you. Well, especially since New Warriors doesn't seem to be going anywhere. Maybe, maybe, maybe it will. Yeah, we didn't well, hear anything about Titans no, until all of a sudden it Kate was like, "Hey, look what's filming down the street from my parents' house." Yeah. So my oh, they I'm, also announced a new. Sorry to interrupt you. I know I'm making you wait. I'm bad for that. Um, they announced a, a, a casting. I wanted to read it up for that Titans show. Did you watch Castle? Yes. So, you know the two cops? Yes. So the not Hispanic cop? Yeah. Has been cast on Titans. As? I don't know. I meant to, I meant to look it up again. Uh, I didn't look I'm it up. I'm wondering if he could be like Brother Blood or... Maybe. that would Or yeah. Jericho. Would they but do, an older... Would they touch Brother Blood, though? Because they've already done that in Arrow, right? He's a Titans villain, though. Yeah, he is. But it's they even though they're not, it's not a connected universe... Did they do... Brother Blood and Arrow? Yes, yep. they did. Oh, okay. I, I watched that far, dude. Well, it's been yeah. so long it's so long ago I don't remember it. A lot of the Arrow seasons just kind, kind of, of blend, blend together. Now we're getting the trial of, Jer- of Barry of Barry Allen, and then soon we'll be getting a trial probably of of uh of Oliver, which I'm I'm assuming... Are they gonna do Supermax as a, a TV run? That aborted David Goyer Green Arrow movie that they didn't end up making? I wonder. I, they, I doubt it, but... Did they doing a trial of, of Barry Allen because they finally figured out he kept screwing up time? No, it's because he, uh, he got framed for a murder. Oh. And he couldn't, you know, he decided he wouldn't tell people he's the Flash, and that's and, why he didn't do it. And but. when Kevin and I were kids, the trial of Barry Allen was one of the bigger Flash storylines of the like time. It was like the last big Flash story before the crisis. crisis where they killed him off. Well, they, he didn't really die. He went to the future. Well, yeah. But uh, years and I, I'm, years and years. I'm, I'm thinking. I kind of feel like they're heading towards revealing that Oliver is Green Arrow, in like as being okay. Everybody knows now because it's starting to feel like that. Like all the bad guys this season know he is who he is, and everybody else yeah. in his crew. And then mm-hmm. they're standing around with their other, you know, with the other the henchmen and talking about him by name. So it's like. Who doesn't know that he's Green Arrow at this yeah, point? True. Like law-abiding citizens, and even them, they some of them think he is too because the FBI says he is. So mm. who knows? So anyway, Marvel. Sorry. 
Continue, so, Brent. And it's okay. I'm going. Oh, with, I thought you were going to be like, and that's all the time we have for tonight. Yeah. Bye bye. We're signing off now. <laughs> He's not hitting the record button. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, uh, mine goes uh, a bit along what uh, you two were saying. And surprise, surprise. We all think choice alike. Choice number one. Choice number two. I went out a little bit left field. Ooh, okay. And this, this one came to, to me this afternoon when I saw something. So, first one is is um is kind of dependent on what Iron Man status is at the end of oh, these okay. next two movies. I think bringing Riri, Riri Williams, Williams as Ironheart into the or call her Iron Person, no well, Iron Maiden. Iron Maiden. Nice. Wow. <laughs> <laughs> I have no idea who this person is. Um, really? She is the current iron person and the one of the current iron people in the DC universe. She is a teenage, teenage black genius. African American genius. Yeah, who made her own Iron Man suit. Yep. But I th- I I would probably change it up a little bit from the comics. I I would give her I would kind of give her Iron Man supporting cast if you could. Keep Happy Hogan in there as as an adult minor sort of what his yeah, role in Spider-Man was the whole mentor to the even youngers. make a joke about it where he's like, "I'm a fucking daycare now," yeah. <laughs> um, and like even maybe Pepper in there too is kind of overseeing it. it well, was, especially if she gets her rescue armor, yeah. Like the the rumor is in the next Avengers movie, I she think could be a, showing up. I think there's armor. a lot you could do with it. Yeah, but she just had. Iron Man's armor on briefly and didn't really do anything with it. Mm-hmm. And considering what is going to be the like success of Black Panther coming up, that is definitely like from a shrewd money point. That's an audience that wants to be served with their own superhero movies. Damn. Give it to them and but just do it well, and all the rest of us come too. Yep, because uh, Black Panther is now uh, it is sold. <coughs> More. Pre-sold more than Civil War did. Yep. Really? Yeah, ticket-wise. Oh, wow. Because it's that... What's well, the biggest pre-sale of tickets for any of the Marvel it movies? It goes back it? to what Jen was saying is like, how do those Medea movies get made? Very yeah. similar targeted audience. It's just, it's, they don't... It's a it's a area of the audience that does not get catered to very often, yeah. and Black Panther is pretty close to like here is your superhero movie, if not outright going. Yeah, yeah. we've got your back. Here you go, and they have rewarded that by like fuck yeah, I'm going opening day. Yeah. So I I and with your guys' ideas, yeah, she lines up really good into a, a champions or. Young Avengers team at some point, if you want to continue with that later. My second idea came about... Beta Ray Bill. No. I'm I'm going completely left field on this one. Is I was trying to figure out who Gary Oldman could play in the Marvel universe. Stiltman. No, they've already introduced Stiltman, didn't they? Who the hell is Stiltman? No. He's a Daredevil villain. He's a Daredevil villain. Yeah, but what... Who the guy You're in the Gladiator? Is that what he's called? Yeah, he the guy is, who that made that made the suit. suit. That's Gladiator. Oh, I thought he was somebody else. Yeah, because okay. if you look on his board, he's got the sketches for the yellow and. Oh, see, I blue thought he also had the sketches for the Tiltman armor. Or he something. might, but that's not who it is. Like okay. the name and everything or is Tiltman, Stiltman, or whatever. The... So no, for Gary Oldman, Sentry. Sentry. Yeah. 
Because it's a it, who's Sentry? He was the one that they oh, developed. Oh, the Sentry, yellow, the yellow, yellow shirt, the Superman of the Marvel universe, basically. Yeah, but Gary, Gary Oldman is too old to do Sentry. Yeah, you'd have to modify it a little bit, but but Sentry is a weird character anyway. With the guy's like, yeah, schizophrenic or something. Yeah, the thing is, is he's got an e- when he uses his powers, an evil version of him called the Void comes out. Yeah. Um, He's also a character that the Marvel Universe is supposed to have forgotten years ago. So you want somebody who's a bit older. That's true. Yep. Now, I, I don't know whether you... It's one of those things that like you modify the suit to be Gary Oldman's build. I'm sure Oldman would get in ridiculous shape for it because he's just one of those actors that is... How much muscle do you want me to put on? Okay. Hey, give me give me that special formula that Sly Stallone uses. That's called human growth hormone. I know. I was trying not to that, put that in. Hey, he got caught with it in Australia. I can, and he has promoted it as a good thing, so I can say uh, it. Sentry, Sentry's not a character that people love, though. No, but I think you could change that. And I, th- I think it's how the use of him of, is how you can change that. You put an actor like Goldman in it. Mm. It's a, like I said, I was shooting for the fences something completely different. And especially if you get, you can start tying him into the older heroes, too, if you want. Okay, I've got a, a quick round robin off the top of your head. Who's a character, like a minor Marvel character, that you've always loved that has no chance of ever showing up in a Marvel film? And then if you saw him or her, oh. you would go, you would, your head would explode. God, I don't know if that exists for me. I've got two. Okay. One is the team Alpha Flight. I can't yeah. ever imagine an Alpha Flight movie being a hit. Yeah. Like, let's go see this movie about a team of Canadian superheroes. I could see it being a hit if it's made by Marvel because all their Marvel movies make money. But Alpha Flight's tied up with X-Men. Right? That's the yeah. question. But currently in the comics, Alpha Flight is Carol Danvers' backup team. Yeah. it's it's uh, The idea is the Alpha Flight, the first into space right. and I guess Canada's the only one that's willing to send all our heroes out because we're peaceful eh we don't have super villains here eh? the other character that I love just evil scientists and could be interesting in a film is when she was first created she was known as Captain Marvel Monica Rambeau uh, yep. she was leader of the Avengers when I love that book like and she's just vanished to the well. She's kicking around. She she was in Next Wave, Agents of Hate, and she's been back recently. She was in too. Might, was she in Mighty Avengers? Or she, she's um, in that, one of them. She's uh, shown up in Black Panther recently too. I think. Yeah, uh, I love that character. And well, not to spoil it for you, you may have already gotten your wish, my friend. Because she there there, I can't remember who it is, but there is a fair, a decently well known black actress who was cast in an unknown role in Captain Marvel. Now, it could be anybody. But you look at her physically, oh. it's like she fits what that Captain Marvel oh. looks like now. So, maybe? We'll see. But I yeah, always liked, not a bad I one. always liked that character and thought she could... I always liked her suit. I, her costume was neat. I first encountered her back in the first edition of the Marvel role-playing game. Mm. She was one of the featured characters in that game. There was yep. a, it was Spider-Man, Captain America, The Thing, and Captain Marvel. Those were the four characters on the f- cover of the box. Yeah. And, uh, and like I said, she was in that run of Avengers in the mid-80s that got me hooked on comics, and she was the leader of the team, and then she just vanished. 
Well, they depowered her at some point. Yeah. And Gave when her... you depower any character like that, that's a they're they're basically written off until they get their power. And they back. gave her a couple of stupid names. I think she was called Photon for, for a, a while. while. Yep. I don't know what she's called now. Just Monica. Uh, I think so. In, yeah. in next wave, she was just called Monica. Mm. But anyway, any do you have any um, minor Marvel characters that you would be flabbergasted if you ever saw in a film? I'm nope. trying to. I'm trying to think. Pardon? Nope. Nope. <laughs> nope. I only Jen is really tapping know out Marvel on this category. from TV and film, so. Mm. <laughs> yeah, I'm just trying to think that you know. I'd love to see Beta Ray Bill show up with, you know, uh, with hammer you and everything, even got but it's him hinted at. Which I know. Is, I never thought no. you'd see. Well, so, you know, just like Man Thing. Well, he Man got Thing was to show up in one of the yeah. Well, that's back when they movie, yeah, but it exists. That's it's also back there. in the days when they made Captain America movies with rubber ears yes, on his is. helmet. Actually, it's after that point. Yeah, that, that was at the same time like the Fantastic, like the newer Fantastic Four movie was made. Well, not the last one, the one with Chris Evans in it. I'm gonna go with a couple Spider villains. I'd love to see them bring into the movies that I don't know if they will, if they will, or when they would. I said this in the car the other day. I'd love to see Mysterio. Oh yeah, done well with the figure out a way to do it well with the goldfish bowl head. I would not be surprised to be honest with you. He's a character that I can see them doing now, and one that was is more likely. Uh, back to Craven. Craven wouldn't be mm-hmm. bad too. Is figuring out how to do him so he's not a cartoon character. You know, like yeah. a complete cartoon character. My only problem, my fear right now with that is, will Sony bring like someone like him in as the villain in maybe that Black Cat Silver Sable movie? Yeah, well, yeah. Mm. You know, when you got Sony going rogue with their it's own movies. Exactly. So, like, with me, I, if you had asked me, you know, six, seven years ago, I would have said Moon Knight right off the bat. Oh, yeah. Oh, but yeah. I don't see him as a movie. I see if he goes anywhere, it'll Netflix-y. be Netflix. Yeah. Um, I totally see that. But I could still series. see that happening. Yeah. Um, I think at the end of the day, Machine Man, because I just love the aesthetic of him. Mm-hmm. And he's just such a weirdo Kirby character because he was... He was spun off the adaption of 2001 in a Space yes, Odyssey. Yes, he did. Do, yeah. Which is like like when you think about that, how weird is that for a character? Um beyond that like like the thing with Machine Man too is I always said that that like ah eh, jokingly always said that that he would never get a toy and he has an action figure so mm-hmm. you know that's one step away mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, I would love to see New Mutants Warlock in the New Mutants yeah. uh, and we had heard rumors that was happening but it doesn't sound like that's going to be well, the case well that movie's been delayed right so yeah uh, and, well maybe they're waiting for Doug Jones's <laughs> Doug oh. Jones his uh, schedule to free up so he could play Warlock maybe and refilm the whole movie I think the biggest Marvel character that is in a, that that hasn't appeared on screen that's in this weird limbo because of rights issues I think is Namor. Um he is, I think he is in Universal. He I was so. for the longest yeah. time. I don't know if that's still the case. So, 
There was a That's, Nerdist put out uh, an updated Venn diagram of where the characters yeah, lie that. right now. Yeah, the one that made me sad on that Venn diagram was She-Hulk. Yeah, because she's still locked she's in still Universal. Locked with Universal. Ooh, I wonder if we'll ever see a Red Hulk. I would assume that might be part of the rights too. No, but although we could he still was see created no, after Hulk, what after like after that first that, Hulk but, movie? So, but maybe. I'm just thinking because we've they've shown Thunderbolt Ross a few times. Maybe we get Red Hulk in. Um, What's the uh, Suicide Squad equivalent? Um, Thunderbolts. Thunderbolts. And the thund- I mean, maybe we get a Thunderbolts movie. Yeah. Thunderbolts movie wouldn't be bad either, to be honest with you. you know, they could, that, we get Bullseye in that, which he's still part of the Marvel stuff. Even though we haven't seen him on the Daredevil show, which I'm actually kind of surprised we haven't seen him on that show. I think they're holding him off for this season, because this, this next season's going to be Born Again. So okay. that's... A, mm. But uh, and then if Sony and Marvel are playing nice, like do we maybe get Venom in that team then? Uh, Scorpion yeah. wasn't Scorpion in the Thunderbolts? Beetle? Uh, I don't know. It had such a weird lineup. From it's been all over the yeah, place. Yeah, she usually because there was also the one lineup where it was Thunderbolt Ross, well, yeah, Punisher. The Thunderbolts he's thinking of is that first run where yeah. it was the villains masquerading as, as heroes. heroes. Yeah, uh, it was Baron Zemo, and yeah, I love that run. That was a that great was a good book. book. Yeah, that Kurt Busiek wasn't it? Yeah, I believe so. Kurt Busiek, I think Mark Bagley was Mark Bagley, yep. or at least for a yep, first chunk of it. I think it was Bagley and Busiek. Yeah. Yeah. So all good ideas. Yeah. So Marvel, we're we're available. Yep, um, we're idea people. Yeah, uh, we 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 don't have practice screenwriting, but I uh, we'd give it a shot, or we we'd be part of the think tank. We'll punch up your scripts. Yeah, yeah, definitely. You need more bang here and a little more pow there. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I'm just thinking of me telling. The Russo brothers that what they're doing is wrong, and I'm just looking at me <laughs> like I'm a moron. <laughs> you know how much money we've made for this company? Well, yeah, but but they still gave it to me to look at after. So there, <laughs> ha! It's like that episode of The Simpsons. Where I think they should Homer just does the car for his brother. I think they should just open <laughs> yes. the official handbook of the Marvel Universe to a random page and make a movie out of that character. Yeah. Go. King of, West oh, Coast no, what Avengers. Was, what was his name? Jack of Hearts? Jack of Hearts. There's a character you'll never see. He was an Avenger. Yeah, I know, but you'll still never see Ooh, him. Will we get a Wonder Man? Wonder Man. There's a Wonder Man? Oh, he's yeah, got the action figure character. downstairs. There was technically, strange. he exists in the Marvel well, Universe. Well, no, not technically, because we haven't seen it on on screen. Yeah. Wasn't Nathan was, Fillion? That's, Nathan Because they filmed, is, well, they say showed... Photos of a set of a movie theater filled with posters of Simon Williams movie fest, and he was Simon Williams, but that never appeared in Guardians of the Galaxy. So, have they ever said why that never did? Pardon? Why that never showed up? Because they showed that as an early tease for the movie. What the posters? Yeah, that whole they're in there. They're just so far back you can't really see them. It's when the giant blob start. Oh, uh, is it that's starts, in that movie theater? Yeah, oh, okay, maybe. Okay, that's I think bad. you can make out the one that's the the Steve Jobs style. Oh, okay, uh, poster like, and you you only make it out because you know what that looks like, yeah. and you can. That's too bad. Yeah. Uh, so for Jen and for our listeners, Wonder Man was a Marvel hero 
who was originally he was a bad guy mm-hmm. who was given superpowers somehow. I don't quite remember. Um, how. He was an in, was he an inventor? He was an actor, wasn't well, he? he? Well, no, an he actor. becomes an actor oh, okay. later on, uh, and his body was um, infused with anti energy or something. Yeah, something like that. But the in the comics, the Vision's brain patterns are based, based on Simon of Williams. Yeah, but and then because he, he died. Had died. Yeah, uh, and the Grim Reaper villain is his, his brother. brother. Uh, at, in the late seventies, early eighties, he was part of a like a buddy cop pair with Beast. Uh, really, Wonder Man and Beast were like the comic relief characters of the Avengers. Oh, okay. During that first like Perez the run, Perez or Beast. Well, hey, but at he, least he, he was, was an, an Avenger. X- he was the first yeah. X Man who made good. He was the first X Man to join the Avengers. Yeah, because the there was a period there, like so, before the, they do what giant sized X Men seventy uh, ninety seven ninety seven, where they bring in Wolverine and Nightcrawler and all that. There's a period before that point where X-Men was just a reprint book of the 60s X-Men. Yeah. Because it didn't sell very well. Yeah, X-Men was not a, a big deal in the 70s. It really wasn't until the 80s when Chris Claremont jumped on it that it really started being a selling book. Yeah. There's your useless comic book information for the day. Okay, so and last question then. Okay. Uh, which of the Fox characters, the Fox Marvel characters, X-Men, Fantastic Four, do you want to see in a Marvel Cinematic Universe? Film? Oh. Well, I'd love to see a Fantastic Four done right. They deserve yeah. to have a movie done right. And scrolls. You want scrolls? <laughs> yeah, I, a scroll movie. Like a like secret scrolls. invasion film? No. Or, you know, doing that deal, we can finally have a build-up to Galactus mm-hmm. and have it be... I think I think the villains you get in that deal are almost more important than the heroes that yeah. you get. Mole Man? Mm-hmm. I'd love to see Mole Man in a movie. Oh, that was such a good issue of Squirrel Girl, where she, <laughs> she, she, Makes stops, friends with the mole she man. stops Mole Man from doing something, and then Mole Man falls in love with her and keeps trying to date her, uh-huh. and she's trying to nicely, like, say no. <laughs> It's great. Could you see them bringing a, a mutant onto the Avengers? Like Rogue, isn't she in the Avengers now? She's in a Avengers. Uh, she was in the international, Witch, which I know isn't really a mutant. They've in this unmutant her. Yeah. yeah, and she's a special. Yeah. Um. Hmm. I well, I'd say I could see them bringing Wolverine onto the team. Because I'd like to see Storm done right. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Although, she's been given short shrift in all the. The storm X-Men in Apocalypse movies. was pretty good. Yeah, but she doesn't really have much to no, do. No, no. And she was, you know, but it was they like could bad build storm. On that. I, uh, for me, Wolverine's the obvious choice because, mm. in a lot of ways, I want Hugh Hugh Jackman to kind of get his victory lap. Mm-hmm. I think he's even stated that he's not. He wouldn't well, do too, it. Yeah, at this point, it's too late. Um. But it would be kind of like just for him, and maybe Logan did that for him because really he was there at the start of this whole new process. Yeah, and he's the only one really left standing. Yep. Him and Patrick Stewart. Yep. Yeah. Right. So it'd be kind of nice to have one or both of those guys involved somehow. But the problem is, is they're both aging out at this point. And what you dead. do is you just have them both on set. As extras in a scene, and you have 
Hugh Jackman kind of dressed like he would look like a like like a Wolverine. Yeah. And then you have uh, you know, you have Patrick Stewart in a wheelchair, and he maybe he's pushing him in a wheelchair during a battle sequence or something. And he's helping him get out of the way, and then so all the everybody be like, "Oh my god, look!" I think um, just like when that, Thomas Jane it was in uh, uh, Spider Man Two, yeah, and everyone's like, "Oh, the Punisher's in Spider Man," but it just happened to be he was on set that day, and they needed an extra. I think Galactus is your big one. Because yeah. you need something really big to make all the heroes join together right. now that Thanos is presumably going to be off the table, at least for a while, yeah. right? Is like it, I don't know whether that's this next movie or the movie after, but they're going to they're gonna move him off the board at some point for a yeah. bit. Oh, yeah. So, and so Secret Gal- Invasion would help with that, too. And, yeah. yeah. And with Galactus, that means you get Silver Surfer, presumably, which Ooh. would make other Ed very, very. Oh, happy. a Silver Surfer movie would be fine, wouldn't it? I. It's weird. I like Silver Surfer as a supporting character. I don't like him as a standalone series character, other than that. Weirdly, of all things, uh, I think it's called Parable, the one Stan Lee wrote one? that Mobius drew. That, you know, like I think, but that doesn't really fit in mm. anywhere. It's just a weirdo yeah. Silver Surfer story. I think I enjoyed Dan Slott's run, like at least the beginning of it. Yeah, the, where it's kind of like a Doctor Who good. story, where he's yeah. got like a, a a young female companion that he's showing the universe to. Hmm. I think I. What did I read where he was in that? Didn't he show up in Squirrel Girl? Yeah, I think he did. Did he show up in Squirrel Girl? I know he's in the most recent Squirrel Girl because she punches him in the face. Good. Uh, everybody deserves that every now and then. But, I have to go back and read my old Squirrel Girls and see because I remember a Silver Surfer showing up with a girl and I was like, what? <laughs> but back to like your question, Kevin. Like Adam Warlock would be great too, but well, we're probably going to get him. They hinted at him like, in Guardians. Yeah. Guardians has been like... James Gunn has tried to fit him into two movies now. Yeah. He's going to get him on the well, third one. Well, the cocoon one. is there. So. Yeah. yeah. Well, and then, so the of the X-Men, uh, any of the newer young class of X-Men, like uh, Quentin Quire oh. and the Cuckoos. The Cuckoos. The Cuckoos mm. are on the TV show. Ungifted? Ungifted. Yeah. And they've actually, so they've called them the Cuckoos. They, their last name is Frost. Oh, which they in the later, more well, later, more recent, you know, in the last six years of X Men books, at one point, uh, it did come out that they were Emma's daughters. Oh, oh, really? Now I don't know if it was like you know, she actually had them, or if it was you know her symbolic like clones, clones of her. Of yeah. her or I knew she was really close with them. But... That's part of why. So it came out that. But how many cuckoos are left in the comics? Is it down to four or three? I have there was no five idea. originally, and I thought one got killed. I don't know if they're but so there's three in the TV show. Mm-hmm. I wonder if they'll bring back January Jones, the the woman who played Emma Frost in First Class. Oh, yeah, she was yeah. good. She doesn't really do. She isn't really in anything right now. So yeah, she's on yeah. Mad Men, right? Yeah, she's a terrible actor. <laughs> she's pretty. Oh no! Well, yeah. <laughs> Well, they probably so, won't bring her back as Emma. It, well, she'd be cheap. <laughs> well, yeah, what I'm saying. but I mean, it wouldn't TV make sense ones. continuity with the new com- the new movies to bring someone yeah, else that's already played the character. Timey whiny. A lot of the, that that they stuff can get make some sense. other younger. How does Wolverine actress. get his his steel claws? 
They put metal on his bones. Magic. Yeah, how? Because they, they, they got put, sucked they out put, in the they Wolverine. Put, they put bones in there. He had, the, he had the bone claws already, so they put metal on him. Yeah. The real question that. is, he, since he had bone <laughs> claws, which they just show as being you know these pointy bone protrusions. Yeah. When they put metal on them, how do they become super sharp? You know, metal knives. When the bone things are round, and the metal he blades. Sharpens are, them every night before he goes to bed. <laughs> I remember the the Marvel trading cards, but in order to it, like, and now as an adult, I'm like, this is slightly horrifying. So you know when he says in the first movie, it, like it hurts every time he cuts it because they, they yeah, cut they through cut his it. hands, yep. right? Well, in the uh, the Marvel trading card set, they had a series of on the weapons of various characters, and it has Wolverine's claws. I think it's a Jim Lee card. It's a real nice picture. But what they explain is in his gloves. There's silicon plugs to help it out. And like now figuring it out, like with the diagram and that, is like these are silicon plugs that allow the knives to come out by keeping these wounds open. <laughs> Ouch. He's in constant pain, that man. Yeah. That's why he drinks. Yeah, but he can't even get hammered. No. He's like Captain America. Eventually he kicks in and he sobers up. <laughs> Although he, do, he does get drunk in the original miniseries. Anyways, yep. we have taken up a lot of time on this. <laughs> I'm sure these people are tired of listening to us talk. Oh, they could have shut it off, though. Now it's just masochism at this yep. point. Pretty much. Geek picks? Geek picks. I have a you, geek pick. Do you want to start, Kevin? Sure. Um, so the last movie I watched from my geek list was 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers, starring Donald Sutherland, um, Jeff Goldblum, and... Leonard Nimoy. I forgot. We have something for you. Keep going. It's a very, very good movie. If you like weird conspiracies and uh, movies that don't necessarily have happy endings, um, I would recommend 1978's Invasion of the Body Snatchers. Nice. Ryan? Uh, I'm going to wait. Go, Jen. You're going to wait. Well, because mine kind of ties into what you just went to get. Okay, you're back now. I thought I was going to have while you're talking to think about what my geek pick is. Okay, well, then I'll go. (laughs) I was waiting for Brent to come back. Um, I wasn't sure what I would... Oh, yeah, I totally forgot about that. Yeah, so did I. Okay. I didn't. Um, I had one geek pick and then was going to go with it and then thought of something else and now I can't remember that one. So I'm going back to my first geek pick. So we went to a toy show yesterday. And I wasn't planning on spending much money. I was just looking for good deals. I almost bought another clone trooper helmet. So it would have been three clone trooper helmets. It's a lot of helmets. But I didn't. And I'm glad I didn't because I needed all my money to go to the scratch and dent table to buy my Batman animated Batwing. So the Batplane from from that series. That's pretty cool. It is. It measures um, just around three, three feet by two feet and it's when I have the landing gear down it stands six feet uh, six feet six inches high uh, I took a picture of it on my dining room table with the sleeve out so it's just a round table and it almost takes up the whole table it's pretty awesome it lights I put, up the oh, I put it batteries got, if you send me those pictures I'll put them on Instagram <laughs> I'll take better pictures um it yeah the cockpit lights up. There's two cockpits. There's a cover to cover the one. 
the the the, the canopy slides off. Yeah, slides forward. So you can put the figures in. The engine at the back, like there's a little panel oh, that lights, lights up too. Oh, it's really cool, and I got a hell of a deal on it. <laughs> That's good. Have you figured out how you're going to display it? I have not got a clue. I have <laughs> the only thing I can think. Of, one thing it wouldn't display as as nicely. But the wings can come off and on really easily. Hence how they fit in the box. Yeah. Yeah. And it's like you put them on and it does little buttons. So you can like push the buttons in to just pop the wings off. Oh, like almost like a sleeve in a table kind of thing. Kind of. Could yeah. you hang it with fishing wire from your ceiling? I could. It, But my problem with that is like to, to have it at the angle you'll, to make it look so you can see the top of it other than just look at the bottom of it. Uh. Because like you know this thing's pretty big, I'm afraid some I'm gonna put it somewhere and someone's gonna be, I'm gonna walk into a corner and it's gonna cut my head off or something. Yeah. <laughs> so I may just like kind of put it on the wall, but uh, yeah, it's gonna be right now. It's moving from my went from my dining table to the coffee table because I had to have breakfast, so I wanted <laughs> to sit at the dining room table. To I might be on the floor right now in my awesome. living room. Awesome. Or it could still be on the coffee table. I don't know. I didn't really sit there when I got home tonight. It was great when he bought it because he's like, where the hell am I going to put this? Yeah. <laughs> the, the, the thought process of it wasn't, what am I going to do with it? Where will I put it? And it's like, how can I not buy this deal? Because it was only $90. And the only thing that Instead of 180 to 200 plus dollars. So I was like... Except now, now I need to find a Batman yeah, for now it. Now he has to find a Batman in a row. I'm kind of tempted to see if any of the regular DC six inch figures will fit in it. Because they're not right. as wide, but they're a little taller. Yeah. I bet you the Robin, like the Teen Titans Robin figure would totally fit yeah. in that. So as part of that, Kevin, uh-huh. you didn't go to the toy show. No, I was at so a nine-hour. I was really in dealing while so I was buying I, it. I negotiated with the guy because he had something that I thought you would want if you didn't already have one. Oh, okay. So we we got this little memento from our toy show. Oh, for you. cool! It's a Legion flight ring. I do not have one of these. Perfect. That's awesome. Thanks, guys. That's cool. <laughs> yeah, because he had that. He had a couple of the, the other lantern rings, but a yep. lot, lot like green. It was all like the, the blue and white. No, it was white, white and, and purple. Pink. Is yeah. The, or pink. Vi- yeah, yeah, the violet lanterns. Saf- Star Sapphire's yeah. ring. Yeah. But that one, like, that one looked awesome. I don't know if it'll fit your hands. Cause Although it does. They open up. I have tiny fingers anyway. I've got a Flash one that I like, too. I've got that Legion one. I've got all green lantern ones. I don't know if I have a flash one though. That's awesome. Thank you. No worries. Jen, you're a geek pick. You um, know what number one is. Do you? Yeah, of course you do. It's Squirrel Girl. <laughs> Who punched Silver Surfer in the face last issue? Yay, I can't wait for the next issue. Because the whole issue was these dude bros were disguised as uh, minions of Galactus and went to a planet of um, alien squirrels. <laughs> And we're like extorting them out of like gems and stuff. Yeah. And then Squirrel Girl's like, "That's not, that's not the right person. They're they're lying. I know Galactus. He doesn't do that anymore. So when they came, um, they she was calling them on it. But then the real Silver Surfer showed up before the fake Silver Surfer should come out. So she punches him in the face. <laughs> it was great. Okay. So what's your <laughs> other geek pick? Um. I just read, well, I just started the third book of a trilogy. Um, I read the first two, and they were fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if the trilogy has a name, but the first book is called A Darker Shade of Magic uh, by V.E. Schwab. Um, and it is really interesting concept for a fantasy. It's a fantasy trilogy. Uh, the concept is that there are 
um, three worlds. Well, there's four worlds. Um, and the only thing that these, no, yeah, four worlds. And the only thing that these four worlds have in common is that they all have a city named London for some weird reason. So there's Black London, Red London, White London, and Gray London. Okay. And the colors determine the amount of magic that they have. So Black London um, used to be the most powerful of the king of the worlds. It had the most magic, but there was this catastrophe that made the other London seal it off. They they, they sealed it off. So because of that, uh, there was no more magic flowing to the other worlds. Mm-hmm. So Red London kept their magic. White London has considerably less magic, and Gray London, which is our world, has no magic. And it's about a magician who can travel back and forth across the worlds. And uh, he goes to Grey London and meets a thief who, for some inexplicable reason, can also, like, sense magic. And it's these weird adventures that they have. It's re- I'm really bad at describing books, but it is a fantastic series. That sounds good. Do they have a portal remote control like in Sliders? No, okay. it's blood is magic. It a, oh, oh, I was going to go. Is it a, a gun with a little tube on it? No, it's blood magic. So only... Uh, and Tari are the only magicians who can do it, and it's only certain people are marked. So if they have one regular eye and one black eye, it means they've been marked by Antari. Although a bunch of marks. What? Nothing. <laughs> Wrestling terminology. Keep going. Yeah. It was a joke for Brent. I got it. I laughed. It's all good. Uh-huh. Break my concentration. Anyway, what it's I a do. really interesting series. So the first book was published in 2017. Um and the last book is just coming out. It's already out in, in hardcover. It's coming out in paperback in March, but I couldn't wait that long, so mm. I bought it in hardcover, and nice. I just started reading it. Excellently written. So everybody Is it that. available at your local library? It is available. Well, it's available at the Barry Public Library, um, at least the first two. I'm not sure about the third one, because uh, I just bought it. But if we have the first two, odds are we have the last one. So uh, I was almost going to go with a toy, too, because I bought a really kick-ass Judge Dredd. Um, yeah, you did. But um, no, my I'm going to end up going with a comic book, because I also picked up not too long ago the Omnibus for Sleeper, which was an Ed Brubaker, Sean mm. Phillips, Wildstorm book. And it's a... It's what I like to call kind of turning shit into gold. <laughs> um it was at the start of Brubaker's mainstream comic career. Like, he had already done... I think he had already started on Gotham Central, or this is what got him Gotham Central. And it's about a character in the Wildstorm universe who works for one of the, the good guy spy organizations, who's being a double agent in the evil Tau organization. Tau shows up in all the Wildstorm books and doesn't make any sense ever. Okay. But... um his handler, who is the only one who knows this guy is undercover, is shot nearly to death and in a coma. So it's all about this guy having to play this role of it, like keep this double life going and want, needing to know like how far is he going to push it because he doesn't he can't go home. No, nobody knows that he hasn't betrayed his country and his government and everybody to the evil superpower of the world. But this one guy who's in a coma and it's just a really good series. It, it showed right off the bat what Brubaker was capable of Mm -hmm. because at that point, the Wildstorm universe, um, other than highlights, like when Warren Ellis got a hold of something 
it, it, there, it's a lot of continuity that doesn't make any sense and super powered people who are just rip off of X-Men characters <laughs> and like it's it's all over the place, right? And he managed to not only turn something passable, turned out something really good out of it. And it was one of the real good starts to him working with Sean Phillips, who is since then they've done uh Fatal and they they do criminal when it when it comes out. They're doing Kill or Be Killed right now. They did a book called um Oh, what was that book called? Uh, it was the one where the supervillains trying to go good and just ends up not. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit! I got it downstairs. Incognito, I think it was called. Oh, uh, that's on. That it, about. Yeah, they—they they just they're a partnership that works really, really well together, and I. I fear for the day they start hating one another because that will be a sad day for comics because that they have the anything deal with Image. I mean, they're, they've got, I can't remember how many books or how many years it's for, but basically they don't have to check with Image. They just Image will show just up and be like, yep, print, print it for it. them. So that's it. It's Sleeper. Um, you can, f- I think you can find it in individual trades. Uh, I got it in an omnibus that collects everything. Nice. And it's a, it's a good story. Okay. And that is it for this episode. Thank you for joining us. Uh, we will be back and, uh, we will have an announcement on the Facebook page shortly after this uh, episode airs on when we will be recording the Bad Movie Podcast, and then after we get it recorded, we'll put it up. Sounds so, like a plan. So for Kevin, Ryan, and Jen, who's shaking her head at watching a bad movie she hasn't watched yet. Hey, at least it's not Troy. <laughs> yeah, but at least with Troy, I know what I was getting into. It's at Superman. least it's not Superman 4. <laughs> oh, it's only yeah, Superman it's 3. only Superman 3. And, which isn't that bad. So for <laughs> all of us, to all of you, thank you for listening, and we will catch you the very next episode. See ya. Bye. Set your phasers to You've been listening to the True North Nerds, recorded at the Utility Cupcake Research Kitchen. Reach the nerds on Twitter at True North Nerds, on Facebook under surprise true north nerds and you can reach them by email at true north nerds at gmail.com if you like the opening theme song it's called set your phasers to sexy by kirby crackle from the album sounds like you please go to kirbycracklemusic.com or look them up on itunes and buy everything that they have made you won't regret it so set your phasers to sexy